Welcome to The Machine, everybody. I am your host, Mario Parrish, with my co-host, Lee Wilson. Journey with us into conspiracy theories and the unexplained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Machine as we dig into episode four, as promised, ETs. We are about to do that right now without our co-host, Lee Wilson, but we hope to have him back real soon. Now, before I go any further, I want to make something clear. This podcast is for conspiracy theories and the unexplained. Now, a theory is something that isn't completely fabricated. It's not something that just gets conjured out of thin air. There's got to be a reason for it. Okay, so it's got some merit to begin with. Um, you can you know, go further down a rabbit hole with a theory and say, oh, this is what I think happened, or this is why I think this happened, or here's what's going on. So... And that's, that's something I think a lot of people uh, misunderstand whenever we're talking about conspiracy theories. They think, oh, it's mumbo-jumbo, it's a tinfoil hat people, everything's a lie, they're crazy. Not necessarily. Okay, so there's some, there is some merit to some of these things, and we'll get further into that as we go along. Um, now, the last episode that I did, I uh, was talking to Lee about a clip that I had seen or heard uh, from... Uh, a frantic caller that called into a radio station and the power went out. I correct myself. The power did not go out. What had happened was, is they lost signal to me even more creepy. Okay. So this, this clip, this happened, this transition happened in 1997 on the art bell show. Uh, I believe it was, uh, his show and the frantic caller calls in and he's, uh, spewing about, uh, these beings that are here and, the connection gets lost. The power's not gone. The connection gets lost. Okay? So, without further ado, I'm going to play the clip. Have a listen. Online, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Art. Yes. Hi. Um, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, time. Um, well, look, let's begin yeah. by finding out whether you're using this line properly or not. Area 51. Yeah, um, that's right. Were you an employee or are you now? Uh, I, a former employee. Former um, employee. I, I, I was let go on a medical discharge about a week ago, and and <laughs> I, I've kind of been running a, across the country. Um, oh man, I don't know where to start. They're uh, they're, they're going to um, they'll triangulate on this position really, really soon. So um, you can't spend a lot of time on the phone. So give us. Something quick. Okay. Um. Um. Okay. What What we're thinking of as as aliens are they're uh, they're they're extra dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the um, space program made contact with. Uh, they they are not what they claim to be. Uh, they have infiltrated a lot of uh, uh, a lot of aspects of, of of the military establishment, particularly the Area 51. Uh, the, the disasters that are coming, they, the, the military, 
I'm sorry, the, the government knows about them. And there's a lot of safe areas in this world that they could begin moving the population to now, Art. But they're not doing, they're not doing anything. They are not. They want the major population centers wiped out so that the, the few that are left will be more easily controllable. Discharge. <laughs> seen the transmitter in this way just simply fail, a massively fail, like a massive heart attack or some kind. And so we have gone to a backup system to get the si signal to you right now, and I presume it is getting to you right now. So there's the clip. Um, now, there is an extended piece of this clip where 
the caller calls back and he says, yeah, I don't know what happened. That's weird. Uh, it was just me joking around as to which Art then replies to his co-host and he says, it doesn't even sound like the same person. And uh, his co-host concurs. Now, now think of the possibility that we're not just dealing with uh, uh, an extraterrestrial species um, not necessarily from another planet but maybe interdimensional and that's what the caller was talking about some of the known ETs that we, that we do know about or we have been told about um, we've been told that there are a, numer a number of, of different species around 12 to 13 is what we're told um, from what I understand that's what uh, President Reagan was told as well uh, now the species that we know that have been on earth or so it was told to us that have been on earth are as listed the Anunnaki the reptilians the Andromedans the Nordics the greys now when everybody thinks of ETs or extraterrestrials the immediate idea are the bug-eyed uh, large head elongated bodied greys and there may be a reason for that I'm not exactly sure but uh, there may be an actual reason for that but there are other species from what we're told and from what uh, we can see through history books as well now another incident I want to go through um, there was an excavating contractor I believe it was an excavating contractor for the government who was working out of uh, Dulce New Mexico and he was lowered into a tunnel shaft where he encountered beings underground this is how the story goes he encountered these beings underground and he was carrying and he got into a shootout with them now they were from what he says they were working with humans underground so little something there to add further into the conspiracy there uh, his name is Phil Schneider and he came out in with this story I want to say he came out with a story in 90 it was 95 or 96 Bear with me for a moment while I take a look here. 95. So it was 95. Um, he, he went public with his story. Now, he came. He, he went public with his story. Um, he didn't live very long after. He had died from an apparent quote-unquote suicide. You're going to hear about a lot of people dying from a quote-unquote suicide anytime somebody comes clean with some information that you or me we the people are not supposed to know about they mysteriously they they hang themselves or they shoot themselves it's very very disturbing um, but I'm gonna find the clip here give me a moment now I will let you know that the audio clip I'm about to play and I will get into bits and pieces of it but uh, the audio clip I am about to play is from 1995, so the audio quality is not that good. It's not the greatest. I'm going to try to clean it up the best I can, but uh, here we go.
give you an overview of basically what I am. Uh, I started off went through engineering school, which half of my schooling was in the field. I built up a reputation for being a geological engineer as well as a structural engineer with, with both military and aerospace applications. I have helped build two main concern bases within these United States that have some significance as far as what is it called the New World Order. Number one is Dulce, New Mexico. I was involved in 1979 in a horrendous firefight with alien human, alien human type, whatever you want to call them. And uh, I was one of the survivors. I'm probably the only talking survivor you'll ever hear. Two other survivors are under close guard somewhere in these United States. One is not in very good shape. He's been living in uh, Canada. So I'm about the only one around that knows the firefight, that knows all the detailed files of the entire operation. 66 secret service agents, FBI and the like, Black Berets died in that firefight. I was there. So here we are. We know a little bit more about uh, Phil Schneider and why he was present during this uh, you know, this happening and uh, what type of background he does have. He says that there were 66 members, um, you know, CIA, the elite, the elite military as well there. Um, l let's continue the clip a little more. Let's learn a little more. But please feel free to do your own homework. I know the Freedom of Information Act isn't much to go on, but unfortunately it's basically the best we've got. Uh, your local law library and your nearest law university is a good place to look for congressional records. So if one continues to do their homework, uh, and one can be standing vigilant in regards to their country. Basically a secret budget. It garners one quarter of the gross national product, the entire gross national product of these United States. At present, the gross national product is around $5 trillion. So one quarter of that's about one, one and a quarter trillion dollars per year. Uh, at least 1.023 trillion, and I say at least, is used in black budget programs like deep underground military bases. Presently, there are 129 deep underground military bases in these United States. These bases comprise basically of large cities underground. They're connected by high-speed monorail magnetoleviton trains that can go up to Mach 2. So after that, Phil goes on to speak about these underground um, cities um, you know, where military operate with uh, the extraterrestrials where we have technology from them it's some out there deep stuff but uh, you know try to keep it open mind we're just listening right now um, one of the funny things here is I will inform you after we're done listening to all these clips he the man was murdered he was murdered not long after coming out with all of this information I worked 11 years of the 17 years at Groom Lake, uh, S4, S2. Uh, it's in the Nellis uh, Air Force Base uh, 
uh, area. Uh, in fact, Groom Lake is... Uh... So now we know about Groom Lake. We've heard about Groom Lake through Bob Lazar and uh, you know other people who have claimed to have worked around Area 51 and uh, the surrounding area. So we do know about Groom Lake. So, uh, you know, the, the, the different areas that he's pointing out here, they make sense. So it was mentioned in my previous podcast about a treaty Eisenhower era of the, uh, the alien treaty. Let's hear Phil. Phil actually uh, speaks on this topic. The Eisenhower administration led to a uh, interesting treaty uh, called the Grieta 1954 Treaty. Uh, it was the Alien-Human Treaty. And uh, you know, supposedly the aliens had come in and exchanged technology and they'd uh, want to take an occasional human being and a few head of cows and accurate books were supposedly to be kept and uh, all this kind of stuff. And, um, of course, eventually all that broke down and uh, uh, aliens are notorious for being uh, liars, even greater liars than uh, so-called, in quote, we humans are. Uh, so uh, uh, alien treaties are often uh, uh, just not even the pieces of paper they're written on. They're just really kind of worthless. So from there, Phil goes on to talk about uh, DUMBS, uh, D-U-M-B, which is abbreviated for Deep Underground Military Base. So if you ever hear of that, uh, that uh, acronym coming up, it's, this is what it means, Deep Underground Military Base. So now here Phil continues to speak on the technology, which if you do look back around that time era, we have had a serious boom in technology um, vastly since that time period. But uh, as the treaty, quote unquote treaty goes, um, we get technology, they get to experiment. So he's going to touch a little bit on that right now. Uh, the cost of which has been uh, a lot of people uh, have disappeared. Some, and I'll blow this statistic by you. There's, uh, according to current FBI and Defense Intelligence Agency and CIA statistics, 100,000 children and 1 million adults disappear every year and these are not kidnappings or murders or rapes or suicides or anything totally unaccounted for and where are these people going so phil goes on to talk about um the agenda of the underground bunkers uh or cities which are there um in case of martial law if martial law happens and what uh what, what the plan is here is to strip the constitution from the people here in America in order to keep and gain you know a higher control the new world order is taking and the United Nations is taking its uh, orders from uh, believe it or not uh, these more powerful outer space alien uh, entities uh, we might call them the large grays or the small grays uh, sinister forces indeed and uh, you might want to say, well, gee, how come we don't see more of this kind of thing? Well, uh, you can just imagine. If you're only being told 5% uh, or less of the truth, uh, that isn't very much to go on. That's one thing. Another thing is uh, you don't find very many people coming up here and, and letting you have hands-on experience. 
I'm going to try and do this to you. However, I do ask you to go out and do your homework and keep doing it. Don't necessarily believe in what I'm saying, but get out there and and talk to people. Whether it's just a couple of neighbors or friends or, or something, get out there and talk. Because one will tell two and two will tell four and then pretty soon you have a whole room full of people that are in the know. And then from there, uh, wonders can work. Other than that, as far as changing the black budget and uh, these clandestine programs, public opinion is only going to be that, going to do that, and it's going to take millions of us. But we have to be informed. So from here, Phil goes on to say that it's not just the elites you have to worry about, not just the human elites, because they're mere puppets to these informative lying ETs, um, which is a very, very scary thought. You know, this, could you imagine? Um, another thing that he did bring up was about uh, impeachment. If any government official had wanted to come forward, the elites would try to find a way to impeach that person to remove them from office as soon as possible. Now, this strikes a little bit uh, closer to home with what's going on right now, and we've seen numerous, numerous attempts to impeach the current president. I'm not saying there's a, a correlation here. I'm just saying take a look at it. So at this point, Phil goes on to answer questions, and it seems one of the gentlemen in the audience asked the question uh, about his happening with him going down one of the drilled holes in Dulce, New Mexico, and the uh, the quote-unquote alien-human war that happened, uh, the small happening there. So he's going to speak on that, and let's have that a listen now. Yes, uh, I was involved in a uh, in 1979 in August, late August of 1979. Uh, I was involved uh, working through Los Alamos Laboratories at Dulce, New Mexico, uh, in uh, what's now known as the Alien Human War. 66 Secret Service agents, government workers, geologists, and the like. I almost got, I almost uh, bit the dust. I could have been number 67. Uh, uh, lost their lives that day because the government lied and uh, knew full well what was underneath. And what we'd done is, out in the desert there, we had we had drilled four in a period of a couple of days. We drilled four of these holes that went down several thousand feet, and. Uh, uh, one of these holes kept bringing up uh, dirty dust and uh, putrefying odors and broken off, uh, broken off uh, machine bits and other kinds of things like that. And boring machines as well as uh, lasers came up uh, damaged. And of course, there was a probe that was sent down and that came up totally missing. And so people were sent down there. And I was along with people. And uh, when I got down there, of course, the odor was, and remember, I was in a spacesuit-type environment. Uh, all I had was a small tool belt with uh, uh, special sensors, a small rock hammer, and a rucksack for mineral specimens and other kinds of things like that. And I had my little pistol. And uh, 
being an engineer, didn't have time to carry a big hunk of pistol like most of these green berets carry, stuff like that, black berets. I carried a little Walter PPK with a nine-shot clip. Now, as soon as I got down this hole, standing about from uh, from me to uh, this gentleman over here in, in the front row, uh, about uh, ten or so feet away, seven feet away, something like that, was uh, uh, one of these seven-foot-tall stinking alien guys, and I didn't waste any time. I said, I'm not fiddling with you guys, and boom, away you go. And uh, uh, I had, I was one of the rare few that had been allured that this may or may not occur. Uh, and uh, so uh, basically was uh, given ET training, but a lot of these other people weren't. And we were, uh, in fact, it was asked, are there aliens in the area? And of course, the uh, big question was no. Um, and that was a big lie. And of course, 66 people died that day. Uh, I have a big hole in my chest. I lost a lot. My lung was literally burnt out of me. My fingers burnt off of me. My toenails burnt off of me. My skin was, uh, I was in ice and radiation isolation uh, therapy for 400 plus days. Uh, my bones were vitrified or burnt. Um, I was cooked. I managed to survive. They're telling you something about it today. But other than that, I'm the only talking survivor. There are only two other survivors, and they're in nursing homes up in Canada. And Canada refuses to allow the United States officials to talk to them. They're in very bad shape indeed. One of them can't talk, and the other one doesn't want to. And from here, Phil goes on to speak of secret Air Force bases and uh, other underground bases, one of which he says and confirms of the underground base that is underneath the Denver International Airport. Now, we've heard of this many times. We've heard of the underground base. We've heard of the murals on the walls. We've heard of different, different strange things coming out of that area. Uh, the man asked, do I tie in the alien agenda to the New World Order? Yes, sir, 100%. Uh, I can elaborate briefly. Uh, uh, the New World Order right now uh, basically is uh, dismantling countries, uh, uh, governments, uh, telling governments not to war with each other anymore, basically. So that uh, looks good on the outside. Uh, they're taking their orders directly from the aliens who've got their own timetable. They want the One World Order because they want the planet for themselves. Uh, of course, you've often heard of the term Global 2000, and that's a supposed sinister plot, or has been a group of sinister plots to produce um, uh, biological weaponry to uh, uh, reduce or thin out the so-called ethnic cleanse of the population of the planet by five-sixths, or uh, roughly five of six billion people enslaving the rest uh, uh, to work willy-nilly with the so-called uh, people of the New World Order. Now, the, uh, another peculiar thing is uh, uh, the alien agenda is not really well believed nor understood by a lot of these one-worlders. They don't believe it. They think they've been singled out for uh, their own end of glory, and what they don't know is they're just another human being, and uh, according to the uh, negative or bad aliens, uh, they're just another uh, uh, 
we're considered bags of food to them. They don't uh, eat us uh, like a, we think of a cannibal eating uh, a hunk of meat, but they use our uh, glandular secretions as uh, part of their food base, their blood and their, their, uh, their glandular secretions like adrenal chrome and other kinds of things like this. And uh, in fact, have been uh, the Atlanta for, uh, Center for Disease Control has uh, figured out ways that we can combat this and all this kind of thing like that. It might be where these new designer diseases like AIDS and Ebola and Huntavirus and all these kinds of things have come up out of nowhere, and these diseases, in quote, uh, almost have a mind of their own. Yes, this lady here. Now, one of the things that Phil does mention here is a chemical compound in the human body that is called adrenochrome. Now, we are going to learn much more about this uh, natural chemical compound that we humans do carry, and uh, it is a known thing. This is a fact. Okay, so you can you can Google search adrenochrome. You will find it. It is... Uh, it is a natural chemical compound that our body produces, usually um, through excitement or fear. Um, it uh, it gets produced that way, and more so known in young children. and And we'll get further into that later on. There's some dark stuff there. So Phil goes on to talk about weather control and uh, how. The technology is there to manipulate such, and uh, I know there has been uh, speculation here and there about it, uh, you know, another theory. And so this was recorded in 1995. Phil goes on to give uh, many lectures since then, and um, there have been, he claims, through all these lectures, he claims there have been 13 attempts on his life, and... Uh, Sadly, he doesn't make it too much longer after that. Uh, he was murdered in 1996. Obviously, they they say that he was, you know, that it was a suicide. Um, the local authorities argue that fact. His wife argues that fact. Um, so about a year after he comes out to the public with this, there are 13 attempts on his life. Uh, eventually one of them work and uh all of the all of the artifacts that he has all of the uh, documents that he kept while he was there working have been uh removed from his home his 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 house had been uh his, his house had been ransacked by you know these officials there's there's no trace i mean other than what he had to these different uh lectures he'd given cuz he he'd brought uh, different artifacts uh you know, different types of minerals and things like that. But uh, since then, you know, they, they've done everything they can to wipe anything clean. Um, the same thing went for Bob Lazar, you know, and we, we hear about his uh, MIT education, which they wiped clean. Uh, and another thing that happened with Bob Lazar, I don't know if anybody had... Uh, Watch the watch the documentary. Listen to the documentary from uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. Which big fan of Joe Rogan podcast. But uh, one of the things that they they did do is they knew you know he, he Bob Lazar was going through a uh, 
a bit of a struggle in his own life at that time when he was there and they, they monitored him. I don't know if I said this in my previous podcast. I believe I did with uh, my co-host Lee. But they uh, they monitored him at home. You know, his phones were tapped and everything. And they found out that his wife was having an affair because he, he was caught up in his work quite a bit. And it requires a lot. And um, they kept it going and didn't tell him anything about it. They knew about it for quite some time. And then when he finally came out, you know, I guess he felt he had nothing to lose and you know, he lashed out a little bit, and when he lashed out, there were some repercussions. You know, he got removed from the site, and now we get our stories. Um, but outside of that, one of the things that I do want to talk about here is how how manipulated the world is around you and around all of us. Um, you know, outside of you know the extraterrestrials, which we are to believe, like I said. You know, about 12 to 13 different races, some, you know, the majority of them which have ill intent. This is what we're told. But going further, going, you know, what affects you day to day is the media. And I'm going to I'm going to start to end the podcast here because we're going to get into that for the next podcast, which is not going to take as long as it took me to release this one. But the media, the things you watch, I'm not just talking about the news. I'm talking about the TV shows you watch. I'm talking about the movies you watch. I'm talking about the things that you hear, your music, your your arts, everything. Everything is manipulated. This has been going on since you know the cia had come clean with project mockingbird and if you don't know what project mockingbird is look it up um but one of those things and you could you could tell a lot by you know how the media downplays certain things when we're talking about extraterrestrials we're talking about oh little green men beep boop beep uh comedy films that have been made from it you know as well as you know action films you know independence day you know things like that um there's a narrative to almost everything out there, whether it's a, you know, on a smaller political scale narrative, all the way to a, a higher agenda narrative that even some of the officials in, in Washington just don't know about. Not everybody knows. You're on a need to know basis. And then those people who know they're on a need to know basis by a smaller group. And it goes on and on and on. But, uh, you know, we'll get further into that, and it's something that I am going to talk about. Uh, you know, in the next podcast, um, a good example. Uh, one thing is uh, Jeffrey Epstein. This guy was a convicted pedophile. He was a convicted pedophile. This is this is facts, people. We have we have evidence of this, and what happened? The media played it down to a meme. Epstein didn't kill him still. We know that. Why is it funny? Why is this? The man abused children. Horrifically. Murdered. Raped. Molested. These these are the sick people that are indoctrinating us in everything we see, hear, and do. And... I'm not telling you to stop watching your favorite TV show. I'm not telling you to put the tinfoil hat on. I'm telling you be aware. There are things to be aware of. These types of things are fact. Now, the conspiracy end of it, that's going to lead us in different directions, as it always does. They're theories. But a lot of this does spin from fact. And I will be sure whenever I run across something and I say, hey, listen, this is fact. Look this up. It is real. 
it's downplayed though um certain aspects of the constitution still do protect us um not very many as they are dying out and there are a group of people a large group of people trying to kill that for whatever reason um that's where the theory part comes in but there we know for certain they are trying to kill that um but as of right now that's about all the time i have for this here podcast like i said it won't be long give me to the end of the week i'll lay another one down on the uh, media and then from there we're going to get into some real deep stuff and i hope to hear from all of you please do check out our website please do check out our facebook group page um, we will be able to answer any questions anybody has uh, any comments any you know if, if you have um, an incident that you've gone through or a happening that you've gone through you know somebody this that or anything else we'd love to talk to the people you know don't hesitate to get a hold of us so um until then <laughs>